Yeah. 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 Alright. You wanna start? You are tuning into the box office boys. Tell your papa. Box Office Boys, this is the fourth episode. I'm Victor. And I'm Tony. This week we watched uh, Rooster Teeth's Red vs. Blue. This week we watched Toy Story, except bad. This episode we watched Mad Max Fury Gnomes. So this week we watched Gnomeo and Juliet, directed by Kelly Asbury. So here's a little synopsis. The neighboring gnome gardens of Montague and Capulet are at war, but the gnomes, Gnomeo and Juliet, are in love. Tale as old as time. Yeah, it's uh, if you couldn't tell by the uh, the name, this is uh, <laughs> it's a modern retelling of of the famous Shakespeare play Hamlet. <laughs> so this movie came out in twenty eleven. It's an animated film from, I don't care, and uh, also I just don't know where to find it on IMDb, but that's fine. Oh, right, spoilers, yeah, of course. Spoilers, yeah. Uh, but. I don't know, don't watch this movie. I mean, if you if you actually care about the spoilers in this movie, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, first of all, let's just... Nomeo is played by uh, James McAvoy. Juliet is played by Emily Blunt. Patrick Stewart plays Shakespeare in the film. There's We have Ozzy Osbourne, Stephen Merchant, Jason Statham, Maggie Smith, Michael Caine, star-studded cast, Hulk Hogan's in this. Um, he's got a bit of a cameo. And uh, I think you, you, you made a good point while we were watching it, um, that, uh, when you have this star-studded of a cast, like, so star-studded, like, every single character, you're in for a bad ride. Yeah, I mean, obviously it's not guaranteed every time, but often in animated films especially, I find if you have a super star-studded cast, you're probably just compensating for a lack of good movie mm-hmm. like the angry birds movie i remember had like josh gad was in it danny mcbride uh fucking maya rudolph bill Hader was in it peter dinklage sean penn keegan michael key hannibal burris was in it my dude mm. <laughs> so were yeah. the guys from smosh i think but really yeah why them to bring in the kids like the internet side of things you know yeah, so you can get the views and like smosh with like the oh face thing, like we're in Angry Birds, bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, the Emoji Movie also had Patrick Stewart as Poop, um, the Poop Emoji, but he's just billed as Poop. Yeah. Uh, Maya Rudolph again. T.J. Miller was in it, but he's a bad person apparently. Uh, now he is. He is now. Yeah, James Corden. Um, dude, just okay. Nomeo and Juliet. We all know the story. I I don't get why they keep having... Like, I, I get it. It's public. It's public domain now. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a free plot. <laughs> but, but you look at a movie like this and you go into it probably thinking... Like, I don't know about you, Victor, but I definitely went into this thinking... Someone made a pun... And then someone said, yo, we could make a movie out of this. Yeah. Like, there's this, you know, up-and-coming writer. He's just, like, in, in a studio with execs, and then they're just... He's he's just, like... he, um, Someone draws some concepts art for some gnomes, right? Like, oh, it's like, we're trying to compete with the Smurfs, you know? It's just, like, this thing. And they'd be like, <laughs> there's two. It's, like, it's like Gnome and Juliet or something. And, and one of them's like, dude! <laughs> <laughs> And then, you know, and then this happens. Yeah. And this is what you get. It's, uh... It's pretty bad, dude. It's really bad. Um, I didn't really like it because it's... First of all, it's one of those movies, animated films, that is so painfully a kid's film. It's not a family film or a film period. 
that's you know accessible for kids but also adults like the lego movie yeah this is just a kid's film but there are so many adult jokes and not like inappropriate adult jokes but just jokes that kids aren't gonna get but adults aren't going to appreciate either so it's it's just fallen on deaf ears yeah no one's gonna like the kids aren't gonna get it the adults aren't gonna like it because they're sitting through this movie mm-hmm. and they don't want to. Like, there's this one where, and we'll get to how annoying this character is, but there's like this talking frog. And there's a scene where she like cuts to like a dream sequence and she's covered in rose petals, like the poster for, um, like that scene in American Beauty where she's naked, but there's like the rose yeah. petals covering her sensitive bits, right? <laughs> And okay, first of all, no kid is going to get an American Beauty reference. Second, no adult wants to see a sexualized frog. Do you know, like, no one's happy. A gnome frog, like a, like a... And it it doesn't, like, you know, American Beauty's about a fucking guy who's in love, like a creepy guy who's in love with an underage girl. Like, I don't see how that, like, there's no pun, there's no joke. Like, what does that have to do with the frog yeah. in that scene? Like, I don't... It, it, yeah. What was the reference? I... I mean, there are a lot of jokes like that that just fall very flat. But, like, I, again, like, it's a kid's movie. And I think a lot of the, the humor... I don't know, man. Maybe it's just because I've been spoiled by movies like the Lego movie or whatever. I guess. You but do like, have to lower your bar. Yeah. This I've... movie isn't... Like, you know, we'll save our writing for the end, but this isn't, like, a 3 out of 10 piece of garbage. It's watchable. Barely, though. It's barely watchable as an adult. It's I'd say it's watchable if you're a kid. Mm-hmm. It's totally watchable if you're a kid. For sure. Um, I think a lot of the humor is, like, super pandering. It's not even, like, Paddington is just, like, oh, this is kind of goofy. Because Paddington's, like, like, goofy and it's cute. It's charming. That's the yeah. word I'd use. Paddington's That's, very yeah, charming. charming. Yeah. This is just, like, it's it's kind of, like, stupid kid humor. <sighs> okay, let's just... I just got to get something off my chest. The lead character, Nomeo, looks, looks like <laughs> fucking Ed Sheeran. <laughs> this is a wide-eyed motherfucker. Like, he doesn't... <laughs> Look, man, I... Something about the way his face is, like... It's look, so... Ed, hey, look, Ed Sheeran's, he's a cute boy. Like, this isn't a bad thing, but, like, Nomeo's eyes are a tad bit white set, okay? <laughs> and that's not even just, and like, And then he oh, has this it's... neck beard. And it's white, but if it were, if, if, it, if it were ginger... It would be Ed Sheeran. It'd be fucking Ed Sheeran, and it just, every time his face is on the screen, I just can't control myself. Because... <laughs> The movie's set in Stratford-upon-Avon as well, mm-hmm. right? It's in UK. They all have their little their little accents and everything. So it, even more so, it's like, this is just Ed Sheeran as a gnome. Yeah. And the thing is, like, it's not even... It's not like, oh, we're just... He, his eyes look white. Like, no other character in this movie has that wide, like, <laughs> E.T. fucking face, you know? <laughs> not saying Ed Sheeran looks like... E.T. Dude, they're gnomes, right? Yeah. If it's named Nomeo, that's like a human being called Humanio. <laughs> it's a weird thing to name your fucking kid. It's, but it's, okay, it's kind of like how, um, remember Franklin? Like the turtle? Yeah, the turtle. Yeah. You have the kid, the, the, the turtle named Franklin. Everyone else is named what they are. Right. And you're just like, oh, he's a Franklin, dude. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I just, maybe I'm just on this game. knows nothing about time. the Franklin lore. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I guess otherwise the character design is fine. Like, again, I don't like the frog, but like, I guess it fits the character. Nanette. That's Nanette. Her. Yeah, I just sort of looked it up. Ashley Jensen, isn't it? Who's Ashley Jensen? I'm not sure. It's a Scottish actress. Okay, whatever. Um, but I'm not going to bash her performance. She delivered her lines well. The problem was the lines themselves. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I have nothing against Ashley Jensen, but the character of Nanette was insufferable. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, oh, yeah, Ozzy Osbourne as the fawn. It's like, why did you need Ozzy Osbourne? Well, I again, I think that's another one of those 
Just trying to get as much star power as he can yeah. because... Oh, and the fact that, like, Elton John's music was... Did he have original music in there? It was... I mean, I guess some of it was original. I don't know. But Crocodile Rock came up a few times. Yeah, yeah. That was just dumb. Yeah. Um... Okay, uh, here, here's one thing that I guess, like, maybe this is far-reaching. Right. Because this, this extends past um, this movie a bit. But, you know, Romeo and Juliet, they're obviously not going to stick with the tragedy story here. It's, it's so, Yeah, it's for kids. Like, yeah, as much as we movie. were disappointed that yeah, no <laughs> we were choice. crushed. Oh, my God. We were, we were smashed. Okay, real quick. Every time they talk about death in this movie, they call it being smashed or yeah. smashing. I'm just going to stop right there, but... Yeah, and that, that's all we need to know. Tybalt was smashed! They said we're all Let's going go to Let's go smash smashed. them! We're going to smash them all! It, it's ridiculous, and yeah. No, but Victor and I... We're so hoping that Nomeo and Juliet would bite it at the end of the movie. Yeah. Because it would be like, but, you know, this movie's got no balls. Mm-hmm. Whatever. It's a kid's movie. Yeah. And I mean, at least they make a joke about it, I guess. It's, yeah, It's yeah, kind of cheap. Do. Like, there's this random statue. Yeah, they have Shakespeare, played by fucking Patrick Stewart. Sir Patrick Stewart. He's been the butt of this podcast for the past, like... Episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So long, dude. <laughs> We've been doing this forever, dude. Box office boys studios, you gotta clean it up. I feel like, you know, I guess maybe this is just such a far-reaching thing because I guess love is such an easy subject to make art about. Yeah. Because it's I, you know, easy emotion to relate to. Everyone can relate to it. Um, Everyone and... can relate to it. Yet it has like. A depth to it it's mm-hmm. complex you can yeah. make it as simple as complex as you want yeah. like you can tell a simple love story you can tell like a really deep and complex one mm-hmm. but i i feel like when you have this romeo and juliet thing where they talk about like oh that's not how endings should be where they both die or whatever and then it is a happy ending do you think it's just like when you have these kids movies that perpetuate this like false idea of how love is i don't know maybe this is too no i i i want you to talk about this because i have a lot of points to make as well okay yeah i think that's a super good point love is i i don't know like it's obviously hard to tell an emotionally complex and realistic love story to a child but at the same time these like overly simplified romanticized like love stories targeted towards children are they doing more harm than good because mm-hmm. like this isn't how you like this isn't how relationships start you don't run into like a lady ninja who's trying to steal your flower and you touch hands and then there's a musical number and then your warring families yeah stop fighting because you survived getting a tractor thrown at you yeah. Like, I, I fail to see what kind of positive message, aside from the very, very, very basic, hey, don't hate each other. Yeah. Like, that's the only moral I could glean from this story, because I was waiting mm. for, like, the twist that it's like, okay, this is why it's worth watching, kids. Like, this is the big twist that, like, we're... Even if they do it a bit heavy-handed, it's a kid's movie, I wouldn't mind if they had, like, this this real message exactly. that they gave us. But it just ended with, oh, so they fought... And they realize, hey, maybe we shouldn't fight. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's over. I think that they had a, a good chance there because I think like... I was if, waiting for the movie to surprise me. Yeah. They, they, if they took it with the the angle of, oh, you know, because it's all this like bickering between the red and the blue um, camps and they're always like, oh, yeah, let's smash each other. Um, <laughs> do, it's like if the final message was just like, more like equality guys like yeah. you know that that would have made more sense and i guess it would have been more rewarding as a movie as a 20 year old watching this you know <laughs> yeah well it's again even if they did it a bit heavy-handed i wouldn't have minded because it's a kid's film but even if there was a message of like look we're all the same we shouldn't be fighting right not because oh, we're not it's like oh our kids died or we think our kids died so maybe we should cut it 
yeah. cut it out. So look at what we lost now that I mean, I don't know, I don't know if this is worth it anymore. The fence kind of broke, so like we're kind of stuck with each other. Yeah, if they did more of like, we're the same yeah. at the end of the day. We've both lost our spouses and we're both protective of our children. Um, like, like, like something along the lines of that message would have been more rewarding than, I don't know. Like, there's a hint of it here, but I don't think the kids are really going to get much from it. Yeah. Like, I can think of a deeper message if I really think about it, but that's the problem. No kid's going to, you know, really dig for a moral in Romeo and Juliet. Mm. Nor should they. Yeah. And, you know, just aside from the whole sexualizing gnomes thing, like, that fucking frog has so many lines where she's like, Ah, Juliet, nice ass! Pretty much. Yeah. And it's like... <laughs> it made me feel bad. Like, I don't, uh, I don't like that. But I, okay, I liked that Juliet as a character was very capable. I appreciate that they went for that. I really do. Um, they didn't really, you know, try to shoehorn that in. Like, oh, you know, look at her. She's a strong woman. Like, other than her saying, oh, I'm not delicate. But that, like, worked with the story. It was, like, nice to see Juliet be capable, all that. Immediately, it's undermined by, like, Nanette making a joke about her weight. And, like, fucking... In the scene where she's getting ready for her date, they, like, wax her legs. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, this is, like, you know, look at this strong female character, and they're not overly calling attention to it. This is a good image for kids, right? Yeah. And then suddenly, it's like... See, yeah, well, okay. Oh, well, you're too fat. <laughs> oh, let's get that leg hair off, my dude. Like, I think oh, the, the, the problem... That's not, that's not progressive. That's not empowering. Yeah, well, the problem is, like, maybe I'm just expecting too much. Because, like, the, okay, for example, okay, we bring this up a million times. I, the Lego Movie 2, right? <laughs> Guys, watch the Lego Movie. Yeah. Um, the Lego Movie 2, there's a very clear, like, it's going to be, there's going to be some kind of theme with regards to gender. There, yeah. Right? It definitely seems like that from the trailers. And I trust that they're going to do it well. I do too. You know? Yeah. And I think, you know, there's a very good way of bringing that message out, showing it in a, showing it to kids in a way that's very, in a way that they can relate to, like, oh, through Lego or something. Yeah. That's another thing, right? Like, who has gnomes anymore? <laughs> who, the, who gives a fuck? No, yeah. Like, who, okay, what kids are like, oh, like oh, the, mine. Like, <laughs> oh, that's the one. Like the one I have in my room. It's like my gnome collection. See? I have an Ed Sheeran gnome too. <laughs> like that's why like Toy Story or something like that kind of works, right? Well, yeah. Because kids can like, imagine. It's like, oh, these are like my toys. No one, no kids going like, oi. <laughs> oh, oi, love. Oi, bruv, those are like my gnomes. <laughs> I'm never going to do that again. Uh, th that just more so proves that the gnome theme was just to make the pun work. Yeah. Like, this whole movie is a joke, not in a good way. Mm -hmm. This whole movie is just one big pun. And they tried to, really tried to make the pun work. Uh, and it really was bad Toy Story. Yeah, because there's sure. the scenes where the every time a human comes, they have to freeze and pretend to be. They only did that like a few times. So. They did that twice, but when you're already, when I'm already thinking that you're a bad version of another movie, to make such a direct reference to that movie really solidifies in my head that you're just a bad version of that movie. Yeah. Ugh. Yuck. Yuck. Just listen to some Pusha T. Y'all sleeping on yeah. Pusha T. Yeah, Pusha T. I mean, what are some things that you liked about the movie? Um, there's some cute bunnies. The bunnies are very the little cute. Bunny statues, and those are super cute. I think the little Hulk Hogan bit was funny. Yeah, that was, like that the, was nice. the big lawnmower. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot I don't like. There's not much to like here. There's not much that I hate with a passion. Like it's mm -hmm. not like Justice League where I want to burn it to the ground. Yeah. It's really not that bad. But uh, you're right. I don't. 
I don't like much about this movie. Yeah. Like, even a lot of the characters are shoehorned in. There's so many little side characters get that get introduced, and like, they're like, where did this come from? Like this fucking nice guy TM. <laughs> like, there's, yeah, this, there's yeah. this neckbeard in the movie. Yeah, this Gabe Newell-looking... <laughs> this is fucking guy with glasses, and he's supposed to be, like, this nerdy fucking incel that, <laughs> that Lord Redbrick... Um, played by Michael Caine, I believe, uh, sets Emily Blunt's character up with, and he's in it for, like, two scenes. Mm-hmm. I, why? He doesn't, like, come back and do anything. It's just like, oh, here's a fucking loser lame Yeah. I don't see why they had to get that, that, that fucking dude in there. And then there's the flamingo, which... Does he do anything, really? No, I he doesn't. No, he has this weird side story where he has a love but then he's just this fucking flamboyant spaniard schizophrenic flamingo who's been locked in a shed for 20 years and is like insane yeah and it's just kind of sad he honestly now i'm thinking that he doesn't have much of a role at all he saves or he doesn't even save he gets nomeo oh he does save nomeo but he didn't need to like that could have been easily like yeah, yeah. oh like he only like, saved him because Patrick Stewart dropped him. Yeah, but they could have like like Shakespeare could have said the ending and then uh Nomeo goes, "Oh, that's not going to be what it's going. I'm going to fix that." And then rush back. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. Instead of the flamingo like what? Oh, and there's this cringy dancing scene where this character I I'm not even going to look up his name. I don't really care goes into the blue house and like tries to hack into the computer or just not even hack just literally just go on the computer and order like the terra firminator or whatever it's called like the the big lawnmower that shoots fire or or whatever and as he's ordering it he presses a button and makes like a a dinging sound and he keeps pressing it and then like a beat starts and then he starts dancing on the mouse pad and it's so fucking cringy because like why just why the only time it's acceptable in an animated movie to have a dancing scene like that is if it's the early 2000s and you're trying to show off this new technology that you have yeah hey look i can make this fucking ogre dance and it doesn't look unnatural (laughs) then it's fine yeah yeah, yeah. it's the year 2003 (laughs) you're really (laughs) proud of this animation that you've made that's fine right this movie came out in 2011 no one's impressed by the animated dancing gnome. Furthermore, no one's entertained. Yeah. Please don't have that. I mean, again, do you think that's that's just, like, us expecting too much, though? Like, Probably. Shrek was a kid's movie when we came out. I mean, yeah, but Shrek's good. Sorry, that, that, was, that was worded really weird. <laughs> Shrek was a kid's movie when we came out. When, when now, we came out. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh... You know, Shrek is what really pushed me out of the closet. Nice. (laughs) I don't know. Um, But I think Shrek's a good movie. And I think this isn't. But but I will say, I will say, we are being harsh on the movie. But that's literally what we do on this show. We're just kind of being assholes. Yeah. I mean... You are right, though. It's a kid's movie. And it's, like we said, it's watchable if you're a kid. You're not going to hate it. Yeah. We should get a soundboard, dude. I want to do... Ready? I got sound... Ready? Maybe maybe not that one. Wait, wait. What soundboard are you using? No, I'm using... I'm doing it on my software. It just comes with a bunch of... Like a sound effects library. Like I can be like... Ah... Right, guys? Hey, do you like my gamer tag? Hey, so, um. CSGO. What? Did you leave my message? Fuck off, Kevin. Hello. What is. I'm on a random soundboard, dude. That would really make our critiques a, a lot more. A lot more to the... I don't know. Yeah, that's what this show's missing. Yeah. It, it, it needs some sound effects. <laughs> and nothing right? else. It's the sound effects. Then. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I got some stock... Uh, stock sound effects right here. 
That's a sink filling. I've got the strangest feeling someone's gonna kick his ass. <laughs> That's what we, we, we should do King of the Hill. <laughs> I'm just on a random soundboard website and it's super bad. You're ready? Family Guy soundboard. Oh no. You're, you're ready, for some, ready for some funny shit? I don't like this, man. Oh, Peter Griffin soundboard season five. All right, you 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 guys ready for this? What? You gonna fuck on me? Nobody's gonna fuck on you. What is that? Mr. Chow from the Hangover soundboard. This is brought to you by soundboard.com. I'm on realmofdarkness.net. Ooh, that sounds edgy. Hello, everyone. Oh, Oh. Peter Griffin, my man. I don't know who any of those people are. That sounds good to me. (laughs) I'm going to use this. (laughs) This is terrible. This is so good. This is so terrible. Okay, I found it. Hey. Realmofdarkness.net. Oh, no, it's a girl. Get it? (laughs) So dumb, dude. Oh, fuck, you have to turn off your ad blocker for this website? You're an idiot. What the hell is going on here? Hey, hey, hey. I don't think so. <laughs> oh my god, dude. You ask a lot of questions, don't you? Hello? I'm sick and tired of you people always calling during dinner. What do you want? Peter Griffin, G-R-I-F-F-I-N. Let's try to have a conversation with this. <laughs> wait, wait. I gotta turn off, uh... Off my ad blocker. Oh, you know what I'm gonna do? I'll pull up fucking fucking Stewie Griffin. Or <laughs> we're gonna have a conversation. Hi. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> this is terrible. Yeah, go. You can stop listening now. Go give us five stars on iTunes. The rest of this podcast is just. Oh. <laughs> Peter and Stewie Griffin will be taking this one over. Hi. Hi. Hi there, Britney Spears. Uh. What the hell does that have to do with anything? What are you talking about? What? You know, I don't know I don't know where I'm going with this, but thanks anyway. You suck! Oh, thanks, buddy. Get to hell! Sir, no, sir! <laughs> <laughs> this is so dumb, dude. dude. This is terrible. I'll be getting more sex than that Wisconsin nymphomaniac who used to live upstairs. Wait, hold on a second. Terrible. I love you. <laughs> Who the hell is that? Oh yeah, what do you know about women? Wake up, sleepyhead. You suck, man. No. Yeah, that sounds good. Yo, blast! You gotta be kidding me! Oh my god, that is hysterical. Wow, look <laughs> at how gay we are. I am so gay with my gayness. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is so dumb. Why are we? <laughs> Bye. Oh. Good night, everyone. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> okay, we we gotta stop. <laughs> oh my god, no, the cow says moo. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Alright, what are we talking what are we talking about? Maybe we should get a better soundboard. what's a what's a cool what's a cool show? I almost said Rick and Morty as a joke, but don't do that. Dude! <laughs> okay, fine. Level of a dub dub! That's retarded. Level of a dub dub! Okay, let's not. Ooh wee! My man! My man! I didn't know they had an Aquaman soundboard. <laughs> what? Just this. Just wanna know, Justice League. That was that was labeled Pickle Rick. What? I'm scared. <laughs> I don't want to be on this website anymore. <laughs> I don't want to podcast anymore. <laughs> it's scary. We should have a we should have a soundboard of like just us random shit. We like... should um. Yeah, we should have a soundboard with sound effects and stuff, not shitty Peter Griffin clips.
Yeah. I think that's probably the worst bit we've done on this show so far. Yeah. It's not like we've done a lot of bits, so, like... That's easily the worst thing we've ever done yeah. on this show. Yeah. Uh, Victor and I... Um, apologize. Apologize sincerely. Yeah, let's, let's not do that again. Anyways, bye. All right. Is it, like, you kill yourself? Is that the... Yeah, so no, no me on Juliet. Uh, on the next Rick and Morty. Here it is. Droopy land. Nightmare. I can't believe he's... On the next Rick and Morty. Yeah, how about... Dude, Rick and Morty went downhill so much. Dude, what's up with Szechuan sauce, dude? They have a Szechuan sauce burger at McDonald's now. What? No. Are you for real? Yeah, well, it's not a Szechuan sauce burger, but it's a burger with Szechuan sauce. Yeah, because McDonald's is trying to be classy, so they always do this thing where it's like, oh, world tour. So they have, like, an Asian burger. Okay. And it has, like, Szechuan sauce on it. Okay. It's not advertised as, like, a Szechuan sauce burger, but it's, like... Dude, I don't know. I, I really... Here's the thing. I've, I've rewatched the first season a couple times. Yeah. I think it's really good. Yeah, no, the it's show's so good. It's one of those things where fans... I mean, here's a good question. Do you think fans can ruin a show? Like, if, if the quality of the show doesn't change, right? Season 1 and 2 of Rick and Morty. Does the fans being obnoxious and being terrible online and being an annoying presence, does that ruin the enjoyment of the show no, for you? No, I think all fan bases suck. I, like, think about... I'm, well, I think every fan base has its upper echelon of mega bad fans. Yeah. No fan base doesn't have that. It's just when your fan base gets big enough, that 5% becomes noticeable. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that, But the I think the issue with Rick and Morty is that it kind of attracted the wrong crowd. Yeah. Like, you know... I don't want to sound like I'm... Tra- oh, look, I'm the, I'm the higher IQ one. Look, <laughs> I think... A lot of people that are into Rick and Morty are at least were into it after kind of the initial, like, impact. Mm-hmm. I don't think they get it or, like, get what the point of it originally was. It was almost like an anti-show, you know? They're to be tr- fair, you have to have a very high IQ to understand Rick and Morty. The humor is extremely subtle, and without a solid grasp of theoretical physics, most of the jokes will go over a typical viewer's head. There's also Rick's nihilistic outlook, which is deftly woven into his characterization. His personal philosophy draws heavily from Narodinia Volia literature. <laughs> I don't... You've seen that copypasta, right? The fans understand this, though. They have the intellectual capacity to truly appreciate the depths of these jokes, to realize that they're not just funny. They say something deep about life. As a consequence, people who dislike Rick and Morty are, truly are idiots. Of course they wouldn't appreciate, for instance, the humor in Rick's existential catchphrase. What? It says existential catchphrase? That's funny. It's a really funny copy pasta, but... <laughs> just... Nothing personnel, kid. Nothing personnel, kid. I mean, yeah, I don't want to sound like that, but I just kind of think, like... I mean, through season three, like, I watched a few episodes, and they've... Com- clearly lost it i've watched all of season three and what's your verdict and i think it is just straight up worse than the first two it's not terrible i watched it i enjoyed it there were a couple episodes that i really liked most of it was just it didn't feel again i don't want to be you know i'm putting rick and morty on like some pedestal but it just didn't feel that special anymore like, something about the first two seasons was really unique. Something you don't get a lot in in mainstream, you know, cartoons. Mm-hmm. Really funny show. Really just great stuff. And then season three just kind of dropped the ball. Yeah. You know, it's not fresh in my mind. Um, so I can't really give a detailed review of it. But That's what we should do. A full, uh, A full-on, like... We should Marathon. have one. We like, should have a season. A that's, whole season. That's of just Rick that's and Morty terrible. season three. Oh my god. We could do like it, dude. The pickle Rick episode. We should do the pickle Rick. We okay. Yeah. We'll do the pickle Rick episode. We'll do an episode of Box Office Boys on that because that's especially. I don't even want to say bad. It's just like that episode was one that Dan Harmon really liked, or either Justin Roiland or Dan Harmon said they really liked. I think. Mm-hmm. 
Um, or maybe they said they really hated it. I forget. Point is, in and of itself, it's not the worst episode, but the Pickle Rick meme... I think is... it... Because it, it just showed, like, how far the show fell in terms of humor. Like, it, it kind of failed in terms of... I don't know. I mean, obviously, like, inevitably, things like this spread, like, memes, right? But, you know, I guess the success of that I'm Pickle Rick joke kind of went against the original show's like, I don't know what you call it. Like, morals is not the right word. Just like what they stood for, I guess. Yeah. Oh. I mean, memes, right, these days, meme culture, let's call it, honestly, is pretty clever. Like, memes before, like, um, pre-Golden Age memes, right? Because now we're in a very postmodern landscape when it comes to meme culture and we're getting a lot of derivative self-referential memes a lot of memes that only exist within the meme sphere because they have they are derivative upon derivative of previous memes yeah um and there are so many memes in meme culture that can only be understood through the lens of meme culture Jesus, I don't. I don't know how long I can. I kind of lost some brain cells. I don't know how long I can. I don't know how long I can keep this bit up for. But my actual point is that, like memes these days are a format within which there's a joke. You know, like a meme format is, you know, you tell your own joke but using the format of this meme. The pickle Rick thing is a meme in the purest sense, but not in a good way. There's no joke. There's no context. You don't... There's not like, oh, uh, it's when your friend's eating pickles, you say, I'm Pickle Rick. No, it's not that. You literally just scream, I'm Pickle Rick. Yeah. No context. doesn't have to be in a certain situation. It's not meant to be a pun. You know, it's not meant to play off of something that someone else said. You just sh- fucking shout, I'm Pickle Rick. Yeah. It's not... It's the most obnoxious thing. Okay, but you know, here's another joke or meme, I guess, that kind of fosters... Here's the thing. People still fucking say this. I'm so surprised, which is what... (laughs) This is me in the back of my head. I've convinced myself this is the greatest meme slash joke of all time. Because it's so fucking stupid. (laughs) It's so stupid, but I think the fact that people keep saying it and like still find it somewhat funny is just crazy to me so th- this is this is what i'm talking about here my name is jeff <laughs> <laughs> okay but think about think about it right <laughs> think, okay that's also my has, name jeff my name jeff <laughs> think about it right Sound like a fucking idiot. Dude, the pinnacle of comedy. My name is Jim. Right? <laughs> Dude, those movies are so good. Dude, okay. But think about... People still say that. Even if it's ironic, you're still fucking saying it. Yeah. I think it's done... It's, it's the same way as Pickle Rick in that there's no reference point for it. You're only saying it for... The, just to say it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I think maybe... Okay, maybe it's like the context it was used in in the movie. Yeah. I think it just can't, comes out nowhere. Yeah. And it's funny in the movie. And it's yeah. it's the delivery of it. Who Does Channing Tatum say that line? Yeah. Yeah, it's... His delivery is so... It's perfect. It's hilarious. Meanwhile, the Pickle Rick thing, and no disrespect to Justin Roiland, it's funny in that specific scene once. You get like a chuckle out of it. Yeah. But it's not funny after that. And then it's not funny. It, it just... It just stops being funny right there. It's like, oh, ah, he's a pickle now. Because it's not... There wasn't any point of reference for, like, a joke, even. No. It, it's, it was meant to be stupid and lowbrow. Yeah. But And, okay, I guess tying it back to our original point, like, the fact that that was, like, the defining joke of this season... Never 
<laughs> You're right. It's still funny. Hey, hey, guys. My name's Jeff. My name's Jeff. My name's Jeff. My name's Jeff. Jeff. My name's Jeff. Jeff. My name's Jeff. My name's Jeff. My name's Jeff. Jeff. My name's Jeff. Jeff. I think that maybe we shouldn't have a sound port. We have that one, dude. That yeah, is okay. so good. <laughs> but it can't have my name's Jeff on it. We, no, we... <laughs> That that'll be the first thing on this soundboard. All right, all right. Anyways, you get my point, right? Like, this is. I don't. I don't even remember what. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. So I guess like. I mean, there was the Szechuan, Szechuan sauce thing, right? And those those are are like such trivial things from the show. And they're so lowbrow, and I think that really brought the show down to this, like, stupid, like, really just... It, it can't come out from that. And another thing is, like, I mean, again, I've only watched a few episodes, so I won't know. They weren't funny. Like, they, it's not a comedy thing anymore. No, it... Yeah, you're right. They weren't very funny. Like, the first two seasons were hilarious. I was laughing my ass off. Season three was mildly enjoyable but it was not funny and i don't know maybe it has to do with dan Harmon's sad life right now he's like went through a divorce and yeah. he's like an alcoholic well he's always been an alcoholic i'm literally not shitting on him i feel bad for the guy it's just like i don't know maybe that has to do with it mm-hmm. i mean if dan Harmon wants to come on the show he's always welcome welcome to come defend yourself fuck rick and morty eh? yeah do you hear the news about how they're doing, like, they're, they're signed for, like, 70 Sevens. more episodes? Yeah. I, because I heard, who was it that said, like, this is going to be like The Simpsons, it's going to run forever. It's like, I don't want that. <laughs> right? Like, I feel like if it was just, like, okay, obviously it's just money, right? Well, honestly, I think it's fine if this show goes on for, like, 10 years. I won't be watching... They'll be making their money. That's fine. Mm-hmm. It doesn't bother me. Because I just don't have to watch. No one's forcing me to watch. That's and, true. Yeah. You know, I respect Dan Harmon, so if he's got his steady income, I'm proud of him. <laughs> you know, that's fine. Yeah. But I don't see it ever reaching the level of quality that it had in the beginning. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe he'll surprise me, but I'm not, like, holding out for that. It's just that there are other shows that kind of, like, stick to their guns and do it really well like bojack horseman i haven't seen that it's just really hard because every season that's come out has been like very it's like renowned and people are like this is amazing except for like the first half of season one the first half of season one sucks ass oh i see it's so boring so you have to slog through it to get to the yeah the juicy gems yeah because you need it for context right there are things that happen that are brought up yeah, that's always tough. Yeah. Because that's like two hours. Mm-hmm. And that re- after that, you really don't want to go back to it. Right. But I think it's very it's worth rewarding. It? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. we, I think kids' movies are hard to critique. Yeah. Because like a lot of our points before, I think they can easily be refuted by just saying, oh, it's a kids' movie. Yeah, whereas you can go as hard as you want on a movie like Justice League and it's still fair because this is an adult movie for adults that adults should have thought about. Yeah, exactly. Before putting it in front of the eyes of adults. But when you when we go over movies like this, it's almost just like, okay, a lot of it's stupid, but I get it because like kids are watching it. We're not supposed to be watching it. <laughs> you know? This wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> Never asked for this, man. I don't know, man. Have you watched Sherlock? Sherlock Gnomes? <laughs> yeah, have you watched Sherlock Gnomes, my guy? Uh, just for context, there's a sequel to Gnomeo and Julia. I don't know if it came out. 
Let's not watch it. We're no, we're not gonna watch it. God no. But there's a, there's a sequel. Nomi and Juliet two is called Sherlock Gnomes. That's not. And that's that's the only point I'm gonna say. Let's move on. No, that confuses me though. It's just like there's not even another like Shakespeare. Like, well, this is this further proves the point that this this series isn't a Shakespeare series. It's a series of puns. Like every subsequent movie is just gonna be a gnome pun. Yeah. Wait. What are our predictions for number three? Because if we get this right, we can like sue them. Right. Okay. Let's throw out as many as we can. Mad Max Fury gnomes. <laughs> I like that one. Uh, wait. What is Sherlock Holmes like? What What did that originate from? Is it just like an old story? What Sherlock Holmes? Yeah. Yeah, those books. Okay. Arthur Conan Doyle's books. The Hardy Gnomes. That's not a pun, though. What? <laughs> like, you know Hardy Boys? Oh. I think coming up with these gnome puns is actually harder than I thought. <laughs> so, props to the writers yeah. of Gnomeo and Juliet and Sherlock Gnomes. Let's Honestly. give them a round of applause. Good um, job, guys. Looking through my YouTube recommended. Okay. It's, it, I always get fucking ASMR, like these weird ASMR videos in my suggested. Why did you start listening to... You listen to a lot of ASMR, don't you? Yeah. When did that start? Okay. All right. Did Andy turn you on to yeah, this? Yeah, so I, the third BO Who, by the way... Was supposed to be here. Was supposed to be on this episode. Um, sorry, once again. Yeah, I don't know. He's, I think he changed his number, because like, I went straight to voicemail last week when I was trying to get him on this show. But today, when I was calling him for this episode, it's just like, it just went, yeah. It just said the number was unavailable. So I don't know if the, he just... He's kind of off the grid right now. I think he just i think he didn't like being on the last episode i yeah. think it was a bad experience for him he said it was a good experience at the end of yeah i mean i don't know we'll get him back we can promise you that loyal listener yeah it's just apologies for not having andy on the show now um oh by the way have you heard from steven oh yeah okay so like i haven't seen him since he ran out of the theater at yeah I haven't, too. I haven't told you about this he he left a it's really weird because, like, he left a letter at my doorstep. Was it just, like, a note, or was it, like, sealed? No, it was, like, sealed. It was, like, a it was like a wax seal. That was kind of weird. And it had, like, an S on it? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's... I mean, Steven's always been a classy guy. Yeah, but, like, who does a fucking wax seal? It's a little much. I feel like we're... We're, 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 we're like, a, we know each other. Yeah, it's not, like, super formal. That's weird. But, like, I don't know. Well, why didn't you tell me about this? When was this? But, no, it, I mean, this was literally just, like, a few days ago. Okay. I haven't seen it in a few days, so, like, I just, you know, I, I haven't gotten around to bring this up with you, but, like, yeah, I don't know, I just opened the letter, and it was just, like, really cryptic, he was just, you know, it was, like, it was handwritten, and it was almost, like, this weird, dark poetry stuff, I don't know. The gist of it was that he, he was out of town doing business, I don't know what that really entails. Out of town? Okay. I don't know, man. I haven't... Like, I really cannot get in touch with him. So I guess, like, we'll just... I mean, he's been working a lot of overtime, so I don't mind him taking some time off. It's not, like, a super serious thing. I'm kind of just worried about him. Yeah. It's fine. You and I can edit this episode. Yeah, whatever. I mean... We can cut that out, but... Anyways, you were talking about ASMR? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, Andy, that, that... That rascal. That that little little nice boy. He he turned me on to ASMR. And it's it's weird, right? Because the stigma is just like it, it sounds like it'd be a sexual thing, I guess. Yeah, because it's just um ladies it's whispering into your, into your ear. ear, right? Yeah. And it's just like I don't know. Cause that's why I would I would always be like, Yeah, Andy, you're fucking you're you you're weird, dude, for listening to this. And then one day, I think I saw it like pop up somewhere, and and I was just like, you know, I'll just I'll just listen to it. I find it very calming and relaxing. Well, I, ASMR, I don't know why. ASMR stands for 
autonomous sensory meridian response, and it's an experience characterized by static-like or tingling sensation on the skin that begins on the scalp and moves down the back of the neck and upper spine. Like, yeah, there, there's that, right? And it's just like that the tingles or whatever. But ASMR is kind of just an umbrella term for... Just like a relaxing Relaxing sound. audio experiences. Yeah. And that, like, honestly, like, like, I don't give a shit about what's going on. Like, what the actual... Because there are, like, subjects to the video, like, oh, getting a haircut, doing this, or whatever. I'm sure it's, like, there are a lot that are just, like, different sounds and whatever. But I honestly just, like, I just leave it on if I'm, like, doing work or something, or... That's interesting. If I don't want to, like, listen to music or something. I've never really gotten into asmr there's this there's a while where i just was having trouble sleeping and i was like okay you know what i'll try some asmr sleep aids Mm -hmm. so i i went to youtube and i searched it up and i had to turn it off every night because maybe the videos weren't great but they were like the top videos from the search suggestions and it was just like so for my one million subscriber special i'm going to be doing the top 100 requested sleep aids. Number one is paper. Number two, this is called key ring. Cool. boys have a new segment called asmr hour <laughs> well I, I don't know it just didn't work for me this one's called dead meme my name is jeff my name is jeff <laughs> thank you <laughs> uh, and what ended up happening was now when i have trouble sleeping i put on a video of boogie 2988 <laughs> And I just listen to him. He's a pretty relaxing guy. Yeah, he's a relaxing guy. So I get the appeal of ASMR. I'm not, like, judging or anything, but the the mainstream ASMR that I found was so not working for me. Hmm. Because it was just like, I'm going to smack a comb against my thigh. And I'm like, dude, stop. I'm trying to sleep. (laughs) Like, that was actually the thought I had in my head was, can you be quiet? I think, okay. Like, I don't know. I'm not sure why it like I don't use it for sleep anymore. Right. Um, it's just for relaxing when you're doing work. Yeah, because I I don't think, um, I don't think I can sleep with it mm-hmm. right now. But like, I do. Like I still need it, kind of. Like it's weird. Like Andy has talked about this too. It's almost like an addiction. It's really weird. Hmm. Like I don't know. Okay, I it sound. I don't know. But, uh, okay, yeah, I don't, you're obviously not, like, an ASMR junkie, I'm not... No, but it's just, like, when you, I, when there's, like, a period of stress or something, like, leaving that on does make me feel a lot less stressed, you know? Right. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, mean, shout out to the best ASMR channel, Boogie2988. Yeah, yeah. He, he really gives me the tingles. <laughs> <laughs> Boogie makes me feel tingly. Yeah. Can make me feel tingly downstairs. God. I mean, I just... It is kind of weird when, like, half of my suggested feed is ASMR videos, you know? Because mm-hmm. it just, like... I don't know. It Like, obviously, the algorithm's like, oh, you watch a lot of ASMR? And as much as I make, like, oh, do not recommend this stuff... It still gives it to you. Yeah, the minute I watch another one, my suggested feed is, like, all ASMR. And it's kind of weird when it's showing people YouTube videos and they're like, yo, what's that, bro? What <laughs> you listen... <laughs> What were you watching? I'm like, no, guys. It's kind of relaxing. My recommended recently has been flooded with videos of from the YouTube channel Tested. Oh, yeah. With Adam Savage. That's well, a good channel. It's a really good channel. I've subscribed to them recently, and I realize how much I love Adam Savage. Because that show was such a... Like, Mythbusters, sorry, was such a big part of my childhood. Yeah. Like... I love that show so much. And Adam Savage has always been kind of a role model for me. Because he's such a nice guy. But he's also, like, he's funny. And he's not afraid to be, like, nerdy. And 
and he's like the he's kind of the guy who I looked at and I'm like oh you are allowed to have fun when you're an adult you know yeah I yeah. can still be a goofy guy and yeah. still have people like me mm-hmm. um except I didn't really turn out <laughs> yeah I'm not that goofy anymore not that goofy and people don't like me so <laughs> thanks I, thanks Adam I, I also got also don't get paid for for being goofy <laughs> So that's missing. I'm not famous. I ain't got anything, really. I ain't like as Adam Savage at all. But no, I've been getting so many tested videos recommended. And man, I love Adam Savage. He's great. Shout out to Adam Savage. If you ever want to come on the podcast, if you're ever ever in the area, Dan Harmon, Adam Savage, Emily Blunt, we can interview you about Nomeo and Juliet. Patrick Stewart. I want to know about how the emoji movie was as an experience. What happened to um Ready Player One? Cause that movie came and went and no one talked about it. I don't know if it was bad. I don't know if it was good. I don't know. Do you remember that? Yeah, I was going to watch it, but like I don't know. I just it just flew under the radar. Nobody talked about it. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Seventy two percent rotten tomatoes. I heard it was like okay. I I didn't hear it was a bad movie, but I just heard nothing. Yeah. Uh, did it bomb in the box office? Like, did no one watch it? Is that why? No, it, it made a lot. Did it? Uh, five hundred eighty-two million. But what was his budget? One seventy-five. Oh, okay, good. so it did make money. Yeah. Why didn't anyone talk about it? Maybe it's just like relative to the marketing, because I saw ads for everywhere when it came out. I guess, but it was still pretty. Like trailers would get on trending and stuff. Yeah, that's true. And then no one talked about it. Was there anything else Just around that weird. time that came out that like didn't that, that like overshadowed it? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I was like, oh, that's a movie that happened. Yeah, I'm looking at like the everything else that came out. Nothing really crazy came out. Oh, you know what came out in March 2018? <laughs> uh, you know, you know what else came out in 2018? March 2018, uh, the Ready Player One. Your boy Sherlock Gnomes. <laughs> so that's what crushed it. That's what put the yeah. nail in the coffin of Ready Player One. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, as as an average moviegoer, myself included, why the fuck would I pay to see Ready Player One when Sherlock Gnomes is on the table? Exactly. That's, I... like, that's like being offered um, a Wagyu beef steak. And being like, no thanks, I'll eat poop. Pulls up picture from Patrick Stewart. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally agree. My name's Jeff. <laughs> I think this is the worst podcast we've done. Yeah. Yeah. This is like going. Sorry, no, let's cut that. So I think I'm going to give Nomeo and Juliet um, four and a half smashed gnomes out of ten. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it four smashed gnomes out of ten. You know, just to bump it up, I'll, I'll give it a five. That way we average out to four and a half. Okay. I think that's yeah. fair. I'll give it five smashed gnomes out of out of ten. Yeah. Because I, I, I should go easy on it considering it is a children's movie. Yeah, for and, sure. Like it does that okay. It doesn't, like mm-hmm. Paddington excels at being a a children's movie right this yeah. just does fine being a children's movie i i just think like it doesn't really offer anything special it doesn't really show itself as uh a kid's movie that can stand out it's just kind of like when the stupid like giggle for shits type of movie and yeah like, okay whatever it's very much a nothing movie now that i think about it zero cultural impact <laughs> not much of entertainment value but not offensively bad either. It's not egregiously bad. It's just it's a very nothing movie. I think the the other thing too with a name like Nomeo and Juliet, like you think like oh it's like referencing Shakespeare, so it's like it's got to be like interesting, and cool in some way, you know. But like, nah, nah, man, nah. Whatever. I mean. Yeah, why was there a Spanish flamenco in this movie?
Yeah. See you next week, guys.